This episode has been brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Soul Sister Sunday Podcast. I am your host, Kim. And I am your host, Jay. Jay is very happy this morning. I wonder why. It's a topic, guys, as you guys know by the title. It's about America's favorite plant, or maybe the world's favorite plant. Mm. I'll say the world. It's the world's favorite plant, marijuana. Now, let's say their name correctly. (sighs) Marijuana (laughs) is the correct (laughs) way, but from time to time, I do say marijuana. (laughs) In other words, the devil's lettuce. Reefa, the other name for it. Mary Jane, dope. (laughs) Dope, yep, yep. Grass. Christmas trees, broccoli. Mm-hmm. Yep, dried broccoli for sure. <laughs> oh, all these names for it. But nonetheless, that is what we're going to be discussing today. Let's get into it. Listeners, by all means, go ahead and enjoy a puff or two on our behalf as you guys are listening to this episode. Hopefully it's something good. No weak shit. In all legal states, please be responsible. 21 and older <laughs> is the legal law. Oh, we have to practice our morals, don't we? Well, we have to legally say that our legal team, our legal department comes knocking. Okay, fair enough. We don't want no trouble. We're we're not here. (laughs) I thought that we should get started with talking about the alleged origin of the devil's lettuce. And you and I have talked about this a little bit before that supposedly the devil's lettuce is not from our planet. Now, I wonder how many listeners have heard of this. Let us know if you've heard of this or if this is the first time hearing about this because Kim was the one that told me about this and it took me down the rabbit hole of the internet. So let's go ahead and share. (laughs) What I've heard as of recent, I haven't always known this, is that the devil's lettuce is from aliens, is not from our universe, is of an extraterrestrial being. We all know that there's this idea that there are aliens out there in other life and a lot of what we learned in history come from them and the devil's lettuce is one of them if you look at the dna of the devil's lettuce complete breakdown of it past the cbd past the terrapines all those things there's alien dna in it so why would it have alien dna if it's from our earth hmm. a little suspicious hmm. and the way it looks too and how it interacts with our body too. Mm. I do believe that it may have some truth to it because we also have alien rocks on our planet. We have all these other alien things that are not from this planet that we think they are, but they were brought here either by an actual alien or an asteroid that landed or whatever else is floating in the universe. I would think that it has more to do with Not only that we have other things from outside the universe here, but think about what it does to our bodies. The way that we have like a psychedelic effect when we consume it. Yeah. I just personally think that if it was of this earth, it wouldn't do us like that. Oh, really though? Because we also have mushrooms. We also have other plants too that create this psychedelic effect. Peyote is one of them too. And so does that mean peyote and mushrooms are from outer space too? I wouldn't doubt it. (laughs) I mean, look how this fell in our lap about the devil's lettuce being from outer space. So maybe later on down the line, they'll admit that mushrooms and other things are too. Ooh, we're off from outer space at this point. (laughs) 
I remember this one episode where you and I talked about how we are aliens of this planet too. So it goes back to that idea. We very much will be alien to this planet too, and we don't even know it. Oh, possibly. So when they bought us here, they also bought the devil's lettuce with them to keep us Yeah, calm. Yeah, they're like, this is their medicine. Let's see how long it takes for them to find out because the devil's lettuce is multifaceted. You can make paper out of the devil's lettuce. You can make clothes out of the actual plant and use the leaves, not just the flowers to smoke. Like there is so much usage in the, in the hemp, the devil's lettuce plant thing. <laughs> the thing <laughs> yeah i don't even know how to describe it because it is a plant but it's a magical thing with that in mind with it being from a different universe allegedly and it has many different uses do you want to get into now how it can be used in many different ways outside of just smoking it and getting high yeah let's go ahead and hold the getting high till later because obviously we know 420 is right around the corner <laughs> we don't have to talk about it what's known is already known we don't got to bring it up you know don't talk about bruno <laughs> oh god please not bruno but anyhow <laughs> before we do get to talking about other uses of the devil's lettuce, I do want to talk about the legalization of the devil's lettuce because this wasn't something that didn't happen in other time periods. It happened in our time period. Our generation saw it. Maybe our generation was a big factor into why the devil's lettuce has been legalized in a lot of places. So oh, absolutely. I just want to give the fact of countries that have legalized devil's lettuce around the globe. So Canada, Georgia, huh? apparently there's a, there's a country out there named Georgia. Malta. Yes, it's over in the Europeans, yes. Ooh, I gotta go find Georgia. Malta, <laughs> Mexico, South Africa, and Uruguay, and other 18 plus and two territories in the District of Columbia, the United States and Australian capital territories in Australia have legalized the devil's lettuce. And in America alone, we have seen how states have jumped on this bandwagon to legalize the devil's lettuce as a recreational purpose and not just medicinal. Only thing I got to say about that, though, I'm not sure what happened in other countries with the legalization. I can't really speak on that. But we all know that America legalized the devil's lettuce just for the money. For of business course. purposes, to get the green from it. They don't care about helping us and healing us. I also want to give a shout out to people who have been victimized of devil's lettuce laws that have been created to say that devil's lettuce is a A1 substance. That is the same thing as heroin. And therefore it land really big, hefty prison sentences or jail sentences. The legalization of the devil's lettuce does not negate what has happened in the legal system with people who have been caught with the devil's lettuce and we're still struggling to find that balance there. The devil's lettuce is peaceful and all, but there's a lot of controversy around it. And it shouldn't be though. I've mm. never heard anybody dying unless they lace it with something, but that's different. I've never heard of anyone dying from smoking the devil's lettuce. Yeah, there is a, so. a possibility, but it's huge. You would have to smoke. I don't even know. I forgot the actual fact, but I saw it. I'm like, there's no way a person can smoke that much without you passing out and going to bed. Like after two blunts, you're out. Or maybe if you're Snoop Dogg, maybe 10. 
<laughs> yeah, that fact, I know what fact you're talking about. It's, what is it, like two or three acres? It has to be land upon a land upon a land mm-hmm. type of consumption to actually kill someone. And like you said, that's not realistic for someone to smoke that much in one setting. Yeah, no way, no way. You get munchies <laughs> and you go get munchies and you forgot you smoked. <laughs> <laughs> you're smoking you get tired you go to sleep there is the devil's lettuce is one of those drugs that's padded for people you're in a padded guard smoking it but nonetheless i just wanted to give that quick fact before we get into the many more uses of the devil's lettuce besides smoking it and intaking it now you know how you mentioned that it being legal in so many places and that people are unfortunately serving hard time for something so petty. Mm-hmm. I know you've probably seen how people, well, not even people, it's in one of those states on the West Coast. I want to say Oregon. Okay. Maybe. Or Wyoming, one of those. I got to look it up. Where they are legalizing other drugs too, like opioids and coke and things mm. like that because of devil's lettuce being legal. So do you think that something that can possibly happen in other places too or should it just stay over there where is that oh that's a really good question anytime i think about prohibition of anything i think about how it goes underground and it's more dangerous when legalization happens you create this sense of safety around it because it's been legalized however there's always a negative side to legalization of actual drugs that are hardcore My thing with devil's lettuce is the addictiveness level. And I always try to compare that to these other drugs. Most of the time, these other drugs at big consumptions make you unable to be part of society. I think that's when it becomes a problem. When you are unable to contribute positively to your environment, then that's when you have a huge problem in society. And whatever that drug is that creates that problem doesn't need to be legalized. It's scary. I'm not going to lie. That's scary to me only because you have an idea of what the devil's lettuce does and how it can be used for this, that, and the third and how it helps people with cancer, all these things. I don't see other drugs having that same benefit. And that could be Mm. just me being ignorant because I don't really have information on that (laughs) and I don't care to get information on that. But it just makes it scary thinking that somebody can walk around shooting up meth in their arm at the bus stop and nobody can do anything about it or even with it being legal now my kid can go in the store and buy a vape pen with a hint of coke (laughs) and do it on their way home like (laughs) things like that make me wonder that's all yeah i don't know about coke because i think about how many people use that in life and there's a big portion of society that uses coke and they're functional i don't know that's a really good question i would have to have more time to really think about my stance on it initially i would say no don't legalize things that you know crack people but at the same time i don't have enough information just because hallucinogens such as peyote or other mushrooms psychedelics they're used for healing they're used to treat depression bipolar all these other mental illnesses and all these other spiritual things are used in the consumption of things that the government deems illegal so that is where I'm wary to say yes or no without further thinking about where I stand on it through meditation. That's fair. And just like with the other psychedelics like shrooms and ayahuasca, did I say it right? Ayahuasca, yep, yep. yep. What okay. have I been saying? So, peyote? 
peyote is used for ceremonial too right yeah yeah like all those things are used for ceremonial healing different spiritual practices but even then it's used in increments or like small doses and you have a professional there to right. guide you through it right having a professional give me just a little pinch of a shroom versus going outside and drinking a whole jar of it yeah <laughs> yeah so i it's one of those like i need more information i'm not very versed in it and also too i don't get interested in those type of drugs either way so <laughs> to me it's such a foreign concept but i do agree that the devil's lettuce should be legalized it has medicinal purposes and we need to stop stigmatizing it I remember when we were growing up, everybody and their mother would be like, don't smoke. Smoking is terrible for you. You're going to be a pothead. You're going to be nothing. You're just going to be doped out and sleep all the time. Fast forward to now, most people smoke and they're very productive and they're very chill out and it's being legalized. And I'm looking at the generation that told us this and these motherfuckers have been smoking this whole time. Bunch of hypocritical people. Yes, the older generation is very hypocritical. They did it. They probably did worse, but they keep their shit under the rugs. That generation was the one that discovered that booger sugar was terrible for you. <laughs> so you can't tell me about the devil's lettuce. <laughs> Sir, ma'am, sit down. You're two years away from retirement. <laughs> yes, the older generation had a lot to do with how we viewed it before we gained our own opinion mm -hmm. like when i was a kid and when i was a teenager yeah i had my nose in the air kind of stuck up about it oh my god the devil's lettuce never me disgusting you know typical shit like that until i started to not exactly rebel but explore more of the outside world and i learned that oh it's not that bad y'all literally dramatized it for nothing <laughs> yeah the older generation definitely tried to implement these nasty thoughts in our head about it Hmm. And that's because the society also told them this too. So I forgive them. I won't smoke <laughs> a blunt with them, but I, I forgive y'all. <laughs> we can't help it. I mean, we are learning that we got to stay away from societal norms now. So mm -hmm. it's okay. <laughs> we forgive you. You guys are okay. We're just not going to invite you to our smoke session. <laughs> Since y'all want to think the devil's lettuce is so bad and it's the devil. It's the devil's lettuce. I don't think I would want to invite them because the stuff we smoke now, we have so many different strains of it. They're so used to just simple things. I think we would probably hurt them. Ooh, they're <laughs> used to the Reggie. <laughs> <laughs> they're used to the, the one that you had to smoke a couple times. <laughs> Reggie. <laughs> Speaking of the generation and older people and the usage of the devil's lettuce, do you think that the devil's lettuce affects our parenting? Yeah, I do think so. Actually, I was researching some articles before we even thought about this episode and even before we even got into the podcast. And I saw articles of research that people have done research in parenting and people who smoke. People who smoke while parenting talk about how it has calmed them down. It has allowed them to be more present and allowed them to let their guard down and be in that space with their children and be more accepting. I also found this article that talked about how in this one experiment, they asked people who smoke how they discipline their children. And 
the correlation was that people who smoke devil's lettuce are also people who drink and therefore their disciplining of their children is a little bit more rigid than those who don't smoke but drink or don't drink we don't really know because the experiment was very limited but i thought that was very interesting I only want to talk today about people who smoke devil's lettuce and parenting, not people who smoke devil's lettuce and drink and parent because I don't drink and I don't believe that my disciplining is rougher or more rigid. If anything, I think my discipline is a lot softer and a lot more understanding because devil's lettuce allows you to have so many dimensional views of yourself and the relationship that you have to your child. And it lets you have fun with your kid because you are enjoying yourself and your body. You're comfortable. You're not anxious. I believe in it. And I am devil's lettuce positive parent over here. I'm the devil's lettuce positive. Like I don't smoke. Okay. I have my reasons. However, I do consume as far as like with tinctures or edibles. But even with that, I would say that it's nothing wrong with it. I agree with you when it makes you less anxious or makes you more calm or even a little bit more playful sometimes, depending on what it is that you consume. It's been a while for me, but I do plan on getting some in the near future. And I'm pretty sure that it won't affect how I interact with my daughter or my niece when they're around. If anything, it'll make me a little bit nicer and calmer. So I just say be careful with it as well. You never know. Like some people tend to have different reactions while high. And it's not the same for everyone. So just be careful and know your body when when consuming it, especially when you're around kids. Yeah, definitely. Always use discernment. Like we said at the beginning of this episode, 21 and older is the legal law to consumption of devil's lettuce in the territories where it is legalized. So use discernment always. Children come first, in my opinion. My daughter comes first. And if devil's lettuce is not allowing me to parent, then I'm going to put devil's lettuce down. However, devil's lettuce is helping me parent. And I believe that as people who are experiencing life, and life is whatever we want to call it, we are allowed to use the things that earth gave us to help us. And devil's lettuce was one of them, whether it came from outer space or wherever it came from, it's here to help us. I'm going to use it because it's my right as a person living on this goddamn green earth. But see, you just said it. You know how to tell when something is having a negative effect on you. You know that if the devil's lettuce is stopping you from being the best parent that you can be, then you're going to put it down. Unfortunately, some people don't know that. (laughs) Some people can't make that judgment. So that's why I always say just be careful. And just like with me, I know that very small doses for me. (laughs) I cannot smoke a whole blunt. I can't eat the whole brownie, none of that stuff. Give me small doses and I'll be good at that. I will never try to push myself to a limit that I know I can't handle. Yes, be aware. Don't do it the first time around your kids. Talk to your kids. Don't smoke. I don't smoke in front of my daughter. She knows I smoke. And that's another conversation that we'll have here shortly about parents who smoke talking to their children about it because I think that's important as well. But have discernment in your usage of because that is your experience not your child's I definitely talk to my daughter about it she doesn't know that I consume or that I have smoked in the past she doesn't know that part but I'm very open about telling her that the devil's lettuce is okay and I know they tell you in school but here are some things that I know about it 
her and I sit here and watch The Devil's Lettuce cooking shows together. So she knows that you can make a whole meal with it. So I tried to keep that open and let her know everyone has their own opinion about it, but I'm just showing you the plus of it so you can form your own opinion as well. Yeah. So wait, you don't talk to her about you consuming? Mm, no. Why? Hypocritical generation 2.0. No, 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 no. It's not being hypocritical. I'm going to call her out. I'm going to call her out. It's a nurse. That's how you know our friendship is real. (laughs) (laughs) And I can give you my truth. It's not hypocritical because I'm not telling her, don't ever do it. It's disgusting. It's horrible. It makes you a terrible person. I'm steering clear away from that path. I just let her know that here this is. I, as your mother, see nothing wrong with it. I, as your mother, won't get mad at you if you come home one day at 16 years old a little high because I understand that's what kids do and I understand people have needs. I'm just keeping my business to myself. So when you see that syrup sitting on the counter, that blueberry syrup I put in my juice every once in a while, just don't touch it because it's for grownups. That's all. (laughs) Okay, so she's never asked you if you smoke devil's lettuce or consumed? No. No, really? But I, I put it out there. Like, oh, look, look at them make this vegetarian dish with CBD. I would definitely eat it. Or on another show, ooh, they made a smoothie and added five milligrams of THC to it. I would drink that smoothie. I'll say things like that. So she, she knows that I'm open to it. I'm not against it. But I don't openly say, I got some tincture in my closet. Like, I don't say that. <laughs> I understand that. So you're not being hypocritical. You're just minding your own business and hoping she don't ask questions. Yes. However, if she were to ask a question, I would be honest with her. I try my best not to lie to my child or paint a fairy tale, but I keep it age appropriate. She's going to be 12 next month. So I think at this time I can start being a little bit more direct with certain things. I think that's so fair. I talked to my kid about it. I tell her that she'll have the autonomy and agency to make that choice for herself. I also taught her about society and how society views this and how I view this. And I taught her, you will create your own opinion about this. However, for the time being, I would like for you to respect the fact that you're still a child and you're still learning about the world. So I wouldn't want you to intake this without having time to understand it. So we do get into the conversation of when she will try it do you think kids will let you use it because i know that i was introduced to devil's lettuce by my peers so i'm not going to be gullible in that however i do try to instill in her that i would like for her to have this experience at home with me her father someone that she trusts that's in the family just so she knows that it is a-okay for you to have this type of vulnerability with the people that love you the most because I'm not going anywhere. Me smoking the devil's lettuce is not a sin, even though we do call it the devil's lettuce. I agree with that. And I tried to do the same, which is why I tell my daughter, when you're older, 15, 16 years old, people may do it around you. If you feel you're comfortable with it, I'd rather you come home and talk to me about it. Or if you're already doing it, then try to do it at home. I would hate to know that she's out there doing it with her friends. And then, of course, her being a little Black girl amongst all these little white girls, she's instantly going to be singled out and get the most trouble for it. 
So I always tell her like, come home with it, go in the basement if you want to, or close your door, go in your room. If you and your friends want to smoke in the garage then we could probably work something out, but I don't want you out in public just openly doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'd rather keep you safe at home and you experience what you need to experience so we can keep a guard. I am so open to that just because we were raised to keep most of ourselves or identity away from our parents. And that's such a hard burden to carry as a young lady, as a child. That is not parenting. That is a failure of the system. And it ain't about to repeat itself with me and my girl. Not on my devil lettuce time. As it shouldn't. We we learn from their mistakes. And even though that may have been their way of trying to protect us and make sure we were fine, it wasn't exactly correct. So we're just fixing it now with our kids. Mm-hmm, as we should. So we talk about how the devil's lettuce is something that we use to better our parenting. What else is the plant used for that we know oh, of, so, that we want to highlight? It's so many medicinal purposes. And this is my favorite part about the plant. If anybody is like me, I used to get migraines. And I'm not sure why. I really think it was like a hormonal imbalance, which is causing my migraines. But I noticed when I consumed the devil's lettuce, pain was less or they started becoming more spaced out. It's been maybe about three or four months since my last migraine. And I really think that the devil's lettuce plays a role in that. So it's great for, I know. (laughs) Praise to the devil's lettuce. We praise you. (laughs) (laughs) So it's great for pain as far as like headaches, migraines, body aches. It's shown to help with cancer patients, whether they're having pain and the medicine helps with that, or maybe slow down the progression of their cancer. And sometimes reverse it. Oh yes, and sometimes reverse it, absolutely, yes. And also with seizures. I have seen videos of a child with special needs or an adult with special needs having seizures. And if they rub like an oil of it on their hands or on their feet, their seizure goes away. So it has many purposes. Yeah. It's so beautiful to see that other aspect to this plant other than just using it recreationally. Recreationally speaking, awesome. Does the trick. Parenting A1. We can create things A1. Creativity comes afloat. But medicinally speaking, that is where the magic truly is. I watched this documentary on Netflix called Feed the People. And from the very beginning to the end of that documentary, I was stunned and I was just so engulfed in the positivity of this plant and its medicinal purpose to help cancer patients, help them in their time of need, furthermore assist in the combating of cancer. There were patients who shrunk their cancer with the usage of the devil's lettuce alongside of chemotherapy. And there were doctors on that documentary that were saying, I don't think chemotherapy was the only reason that this cancer shrunk and now it's no longer in your system. But that says a lot right there. Even the doctors are saying it. They're finally getting on board. Y'all a little late, but here we are. Or maybe they've always been on board, but because of their practice, they can't be as open about it as they are now. Hmm. We're changing society. As we should. Everything changes as time goes on, right? 
we would hope so we want to change it for the better if we believe this idea that we can't avoid change and things like that then yes it's time for the medicinal world to change as well so bring on in the devil's lettuce and let us heal ourselves we're talking about how this has changed over time i just want to plug in really quickly especially to black and brown investors go get you some devil's lettuce stocks in companies that are out here booming and keep them because that is our reprimand for the many times we were told growing up that people who smoked the devil's lettuce weren't gonna be anything make sure that you get you some stocks in companies i back that 100 or even if you have kids and they have like a custodial account get them a couple or more than a couple stocks in this devil's lettuce company i know i did for my daughter if it's already doing so good now and the way it's progressing and the way it's becoming more a part of the world the stock is going to be booming in the next 10 20 years i want my daughter to have a part of that as well as me so she got plenty and i'm going to get her more yes yes and keep them and let that be the way that we take back that narrative The devil's lettuce was a culture thing, and now it's becoming mass thing. Well, well, let's change that narrative. Let's make sure that we have stakeholder positions in this. Let's not let history repeat itself, because that means that they're taking something away from our culture and monetizing it to make more money for themselves. Well, let's, let's take it back. There's a lot of farmers who are black and brown, who are farming devil's lettuce in their fields and that's how they are making sure that they stay in that field because it's part of our culture shout out to the farmers keep doing your thing we appreciate it now what i've heard too about the farmers who are growing this to fain and live and have generational wealth like all the good things about it they face so much backlash from the government from people in their community they are having a harder time than white farmers who are doing the same thing, which Mm -hmm. isn't fair. It goes back to the idea that they just want to find a way to pin us against the wall. But yes, they do struggle more. Mm -hmm. So if anytime it's possible for you to get your devil's lettuce from a person that's a minority, by all means, take that extra 10 steps. We need to create spaces. We need to create more spaces for ourselves because no one else is going to do it other than ourselves. I back that a thousand percent. That's what anything, of course, that comes from black and brown people. But Definitely that. This makes me want to eat some devil's lettuce. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a preference of your devil's lettuce? Right now? Yes, I do. I enjoy sativa more than indica. And for the longest in my life, I would be the opposite. I never touched sativa. But I have enjoyed sativa so much because it's such an uplifting strain. I don't have any particular detailed strain just because I enjoy trying all kinds of it I believe the more the merrier I want to try all of them (laughs) she wants all of them (laughs) all of them I would like to cultivate it too I just know that it takes a lot of time a lot of patience and I like my devil's lettuce fresh no like no lie that shit takes time I'm not gonna put anybody out there on front street but I've known some people who did their own thing in their own house and that shit it, it was beautiful it looked nice they did a great job but it's very high maintenance and it takes mm. a lot of patience 
Mm-hmm. And you have to get two. You have to do this, do that. It's very temperamental. I love you, but I don't need to create you. How about I just buy you? <laughs> More of a reason to appreciate the farmers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. And I understand why it's so loved in our community because <laughs> you have to have love for it from the very beginning for it to work. Yeah, I'll just stick with my aloe vera plant and my cacti and stuff like that. I can't handle the others right now. <laughs> yes, I don't have that green of a thumb. So until then, that's a goal of mine. Maybe when I'm 60, I'll rethink that. <laughs> you and I are different in what we prefer. I've never been a sativa person. And it's mostly, I think, because of my anxiety. Because mm-hmm. sativa is used as an upper and I'm already kind of an mm-hmm. anxious person anyway. So that's kind of amps it up a little bit. If I had to make a choice, it has to be indica dominant or indica, just straight out indica, or something that's heavy in CBD because I like the relaxing body effect of it. And I'm not a smoker. I blame my asthma. (laughs) This may not be a valid reason why I'm going to blame my asthma. I'm not a smoker, so I'd rather consume it, whether it's the syrup that I put like a teaspoon in my drink or a vegan lollipop, something of that nature. That makes sense. I used to like indica a lot because it is relaxing, but I struggle from depression. So I don't need a beat on my bed. (laughs) (laughs) Say that too. We talked about the medicinal purposes of seizures and pain and cancer. It -hmm. also helps with anxiety and depression. Yep, it sure does. And that's why I use it to be quite honest. I use it for parenting, but I also use it for my mental well-being because Sometimes depression hits harder than others. And me smoking a blunt before I wake up to do my day allows me to see the sunlight. And to me, that is the most beneficial part of smoking the devil's lettuce. Fair. And I'm sure many people out there can relate to you. I have heard people say more of what you're saying. It keeps them up. It keeps them going. It makes them get through the day. So it's very relatable. Yeah. I also use it to keep my art too. Because even though I struggle with anxiety as well, I struggle with anxiety because of my depression, (laughs) which is my depression got anxiety. (laughs) I love being creative, but at the same time, when you have depression, it's really hard to be creative. And sativa allows me to be creative. It allows me to be open and not be so full of sadness or be consumed in my blues. And that allows me to heal myself from my depression. And so it's a cycle, but it's a cycle of healing that I really truly appreciate. And I see it working. And I think it has also allowed me to not go the medicinal route of mental healing, such as taking anxiety medication, such as taking depression medication. I don't want to do that. So the natural way to combat that is to smoke the devil's lettuce. And it has worked for me and it's been years and I'm still here. So something's going right. All of it's going right. (laughs) That's all it is. It's a sign that that's what you need to stick with. Well, I do have a fun fact that I learned about the devil's lettuce. I learned this by watching my cooking shows I told you all about. They're Ooh. all on, there used to be a couple on Netflix. I know Netflix have changed up their catalog, so maybe it's not there anymore, but they are definitely on Hulu and that's where I watch them. But I have learned that if you're feeling a little bit too high because 
of the psychedelic effect of THC. If you take some CBD behind that, it'll calm it down. And I never knew that. So I try to keep that in mind if I am feeling a little bit too in my head or a little bit too taken over by it and take some CBD. Mm. In my experience with this, anytime I do feel too, too, I'll just drink some milk and that allows it to calm down. Milk? Mm-hmm. Milk is used for everything. Milk is a solution to <laughs> shut out milk. <laughs> is it because of the fats in the milk? Probably. I have no idea. I don't know the scientific situation behind it. Usually I would, but I don't. I just go with the flow on this one. It works. (laughs) (laughs) But if a person is vegan or lactose intolerant, can they drink like almond milk instead? I would think so. I think it's something in the smoothness of it. I think that's what it is. It allows your body to take that. I really don't know chemically what's happening. But I do know that I've had almond milk and cow milk when I've been feeling like it's too much because sometimes I don't do edibles, but I don't do edibles for the reason of I'm such a small person (laughs) and edible (laughs) knocks me out. And that is crazy to me. I don't I don't like that feeling. So the first time I did it and I felt uneasy. I had milk and that calmed me down. The second time I try to do edibles because, you know, you have to try things twice to make sure that the first time you weren't just going about it wrong. <laughs> and I tried almond milk and that did it too. Maybe it's a placebo effect. Maybe it actually works. I don't know. But for me, it does something. So if anybody out there wants to try that too, if you're feeling too much, then let us know what happens. I would like to hear that. I know how we have told listeners in the past that interact with us, give us some feedback, hit us in our DMs and things like that. If anybody is open to share their opinion on the devil's lettuce or even their experiences with the devil's lettuce, then slide in our inbox. We'll be interested to know. Yeah. If you don't have to put it on our comments, if you don't want to, just because I also believe that as much as we talk about how our generation has shifted, there's still a lot of work to be done. And it's a privacy concern for a lot of people as well. So you can always slide into our DMs. Let us know your experience. What was your first experience, Kim, since we're talking about experiences? Oh God, that was embarrassing. My first experience. I was with my child's father, who was a heavy user. And at the time I was still being a little prissy stuck up girl, like, oh my gosh, I can't do that. That is not me, yucky. And it was around, I was like 19 years old. And one day I was hanging out with him and his friends. They were smoking, they were kicking it or whatever. And I thought to myself, well, since I'm here, I'm not going to be the wet rag. Let me give it a go. And the first time I did, I didn't really feel much. And I've heard that's common. The first time you smoke the devil's lettuce, you don't feel anything. It's the second and third time you really get an effect of it. So the first time I just felt really hungry. And we went to Denny's and ate and went home. The second time I did it, I freaked the fuck out. I... (laughs) I was sitting on the couch smoking the devil's lettuce and I felt calm. Next thing I know, I was running through the house panicking and he had to catch me. (laughs) And I remember saying like, I feel like the walls are spinning and I feel like the room is too big. You don't feel this. And he was like, no, you're just high. Calm down. That is funny. (laughs) So we sat there after I calmed down and I remember telling him, 
I'm not going to say what I told him because I don't want him getting in any more trouble. No, he's already in. So we'll leave it at that. But <laughs> tracked it. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember sitting there the remainder of our high watching one of those jackass movies. Mm-hmm. That's probably the worst shit to watch when you're high because <laughs> <laughs> watching jackass sober to me, it makes no fucking sense. I thought that shit was stupid. I'm like, why do they put them, themselves in pain? What's the point of this? But watch it while you're high. It has a whole different effect on you. <laughs> so we watched that a little bit. Have some snacks. That's such an interesting experience. I remember the first time I smoked the devil's lettuce. I smoked a really good quality of it. Because I was smoking with someone who was very sophisticated in that. And so I've always been uppity with the type of devil lettuce that I'll partake in because of that. <laughs> my standards are high. <laughs> how old were you? I know I, I said I was 19, but how old were you? Oh, I was a junior in high school the first time I smoked a devil's lettuce. So how old were we then? 17? 16? Uh, 16, 17? 16 going on 17 probably. Okay, so maybe 16, 17. And that was the only time. And then I stopped until I was in college. So my first time was an isolated time. And it wasn't a bad experience. I really enjoyed it. But I remember standing in the kitchen. And I've told this story to Kim. I was in a a condo. And the person had a kitchen in the middle. So it had an island type of kitchen that had two doors made out of glass. Now, I went to the kitchen because I got hungry. And I'm like, what am I going to munch on? But... I got stuck in the kitchen, one, looking at the palm of my hand, seeing how detailed it was. Like, wow, my hand is beautiful. Wow, (laughs) look at these lines. What does this mean? (laughs) So I did that for about five, ten minutes, maybe even more. And then I got stuck again because, like I just said, the doors of this kitchen were glass. And my, my high butt didn't know if it was glass or I could walk through it and I didn't want to look silly and bump myself into this glass if it was glass so I kept looking at it and I kept putting my hand out trying to figure out if I could walk through it apparently I was far away from it enough that I tricked myself into thinking that it was open I walked right into it the person that I was having this session with had to come rescue me, put me on the couch, order me some food because I couldn't do anything by myself. <laughs> it's so funny how like the first time, it's unbelievable. And yes. I know that anything you do the first time will never be like the second, third and fourth, but the first time is always like, whoa. <laughs> yes, the perception. I remember this story that I told to Kim from a different friend of mine, an old friend of mine. And her first time, she thought that her ears were either bleeding or were gone. And she had them rush her to the emergency room up to the parking lot because she truly believed that she could she didn't have ears or they kept bleeding or something. Maybe they started bleeding, then they disappeared. And she was running around the place talking about her ears because she didn't know how to know the fact that she was high. Can you imagine the staff, if anybody had to meet with her in that hospital, have been like, okay, she is high out of her mind. <laughs> Ma'am, your ears are right there. You can touch them. 
here's some milk. We're going to send you home. <laughs> Chocolate, strawberry, or regular. Which one would you like? <laughs> Three weeks later, $10,000 for that emergency room. <laughs> Welcome to America. <laughs> oh my gosh. Imagine that. Oh gosh. <laughs> Now, now, even question. though I panicked, I didn't go to the emergency room. Sure, yes. <laughs> I have a question. So now that we're talking about our first experience and stuff, what is your take on society and how they view the devil's lettuce? And is it over glamorized or is it justifiable and equitable? I won't say it's over glamorized only because of how things are moving as far as like education about it and showing that it's multifunctional like you said before they have classes now at certain dispensaries in certain counties they have classes educating people on the differences of the strains and what's for them and how to use it and things like that that's not making it glamorous if they were making it glamorous it'll be more of a like a fad type of thing. Mm-hmm. It'll be more of a, like how they did cigarettes back in the 50s and 60s. Oh, smoke could look cool. Smoke tea makes you look beautiful. It will be more of that thing, but it's not. I wonder if the legal system has anything to do with that. Quite possibly. They have their hand in and they control how things are moving with it. So of course. Mm-hmm. But Maybe they don't want society. to glamorize it because the legal system is saying, well, we have all these people in here that have offenses due to the devil's lettuce so until we figure out what to do here we can't glamorize it okay yeah and that makes a lot of sense so it could get to that point one day but as of right now i don't think it's there i really think that we're truly discovering what it is and how it's not as bad as we think it is Mm, so i like the way we are accepting it as we should and if we want to be all fancy and technical about it yeah it's more of a medicine than it is anything Of course, Mm. it has its recreational purposes. We do it to feel good, whatever, whatever. But it's definitely a medicine. And Mm -hmm. we should keep it that way. We talk about how we use it for medicine. This is also used for PMS. People who have problems with their monthly can use it. Yeah, that's what got me started on the CBD syrup. Because I used to get cramps. So I used to have like the really swollen, tender breasts. Like all the things that happens to a woman when her hormones are up and down. And honestly, that helped. My cramps weren't as bad. I didn't get the crazy headache. I was in a better mood. So absolutely, any woman out there suffering with that, I would highly recommend. But always do your research. As we tell you guys, Google is free. Do your own research. Make sure that it aligns with what you value and what you want out of your experience. Now, what I have researched as well is the CBD aspect of it. Because THC and CBD obviously are two different things. I would hope so. so. They have different acronyms there. (laughs) Different acronyms, different components of the devil's lettuce is all totally different. CBD is now being tested on kids. So kids with anxiety, kids with ADHD, help them focus, kids with sleep problems, because kids go through things too. And we can't always just stick them on a pill. We can always put them on a back burner. They need help as well. Mm. And I'm not saying I'm giving it to my daughter. I'm not saying that. However, if things don't improve with her anxiety or things don't improve with her mental well-being, I may consider it. And I think nothing's wrong with that. CBD, not THC, though. Mm. And that's fair. Once again, we're talking about the purposes, medicinal purposes of the devil's lettuce, not the recreational purposes. 
it's a lot of benefit in that. And again, with this being a child, it'll be small doses, probably once every two weeks or so. It wouldn't be just to make her shut up or just to make her get out of my face. Nothing of that nature. Mm-mm. We are active parents over here. None of that. No, absolutely none of that. And I'll feel bad just to give her this because I don't want to be bothered. I know people do that, but that's not me. I'm more concerned about her mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Yes, we should be. I know other parents may be looking at it sideways, like, uh, I don't know, but do like I did and just look up on it. It's still pretty new as far as testing it on kids and seeing the effects it has. But with the little bit of research they have done, a little bit of testing that is there, they have seen positive outcomes from it. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this research that I came across where it talks about how parents who partake in the devil's lettuce fields pass this down to their kids somehow through secondhand smoke and can also affect their children and there's research being done in this field as well so if you are hesitant as a listener do your own research because there is research being done out there that is creating these perceptions and you can have your own opinion on it freely from bias if you do your research I've been trying to do more of just research on it before I take any action. Mm -hmm. I'm just not for the pills. I just don't like pills. I'm sorry. I don't mean to be against medicine or against the pharmaceutical world. Yeah, Big Pharma with their greedy asses. I'm not Big Pharma. Shout out to Big Pharma. Don't kill us. We got peace. I don't mean to be totally against it because there are some benefits in pills and in medicines and stuff like that. Like I mentioned, I have asthma. If it wasn't for my inhaler, I'll be like a fish out of water half the day. So I understand there are benefits of it. But with certain things, we need to look at nature before we go sticking chemicals and pills in our body. Yeah, I'm glad you said that. Once again, nature is here. Mother Earth has created this beautiful environment for us to be having this experience of living. This money situation is not part of our experience. That's something that was created while we were here due to our need to be, you know what? That's a whole nother topic for another whole different episode. (laughs) But what I'm trying to say is that there's a reason why we have the devil's lettuce so naturally. Go dig that up. Go look at how we can be self-sufficient from the land that is supposed to be free to us. And what its benefits are to whatever it creates. There's a reason why nature is nature. Follow that path. And I agree with that. Before we head out, I did want to mention just one thing. We talk about do your research and all these things. And don't completely turn it down until you tried it. Can we also stop the judgment on people who are consumers of the devil's lettuce? I know there are people out there that are against it for whatever reason. And you are 100% entitled to your reason and your opinion. But that does not mean look down on someone who is opposite of you. Yes, yes. And quite honestly, judgment comes from a place of ignorance. Because when you truly are aware and open to other cultures, other ways of living that people have and lifestyles, you end up not caring. It's not your burden. It's not your perspective. It's not your life. Go focus on your own chickens and on your own eggs. <laughs> the chickens and the eggs. My mother Teresa had to come out. <laughs> but I was just sitting there thinking about that, how we're saying do research and what we like and how we feel about it. But 
it just crossed my mind for a second there is people out there who's going to be like this is disgusting this is mm. horrible but mm. we're all people living this experience having our own <laughs> experiences through things there's no need to judge and want to think less than the next person i don't think less of anybody who doesn't use i don't mm. care if you don't use it does nothing for me what you eat don't make me shit mm. so oh. just live your life <laughs> I was going to say this too, a lot of in my research of this topic and the many trials that have happened, a lot of people associate the devil's lettuce and taking a puff of it to having a glass of wine at the end of the day. Well, there's a lot of functioning alcoholics out here. Can we talk about that? Ooh, there is. So if you are a functioning alcoholic and you want me to mind my own business, well then let me puff my own business. <laughs> at the end of the day do what's best for you that's all <laughs> yes and have discernment life will let you know when something needs to change and i hope that you are open to it but if for some reason in the future i decide to put the devil's lettuce down that's my prerogative and it doesn't make you less of a person either exactly if you ever make that decision to put it down or stay away from it it's all personal that's all yes. up to you nobody mm -hmm. else should care unless it's harming you but that's different but nobody mm -hmm. else should care <laughs> yes nobody should care unless you're being harmed or you're harming someone and i don't believe that the devil's lettuce is harming anybody if anything i think that it has truly benefited my experience in my life the only thing that hasn't benefited is my pockets because <laughs> of legalization <laughs> Right, it costs money, and I don't know how dispensaries are. I've been to dispensaries in Vegas and in Illinois, and I will say that both of them, they tax like a motherfucker. Yep. <laughs> it's ridiculous. If I buy, again, going back to my little edibles, if I were to buy my vegan gummies for $10, right? It's like, what, five pieces for $10. When I get up to the register, they ring me up, now I'm at 30 And when I look at the receipt, most of that is because of taxes. So I can understand why people go underground and why they look for outside sources. So yeah, that shit adds up. Mm -hmm. But I do want to say, be careful if you're going underground, especially nowadays. There's a lot of crossing over, a lot of cutting that's happening here. And sometimes, and they may be doing that on purpose to make you go to the dispensary so you could get things that are safer. So you could pay those taxes. But I do want to say that while we are complaining about the taxes, in Colorado, those taxes have really benefited that state. I believe at face value, that could also benefit other states and the country as a whole, if done correctly. Then what the fuck is Illinois' problem then? Is it gonna take a minute? Cause Illinois is Yes, shit. <laughs> yes, I would say so. Colorado legalized the devil's lettuce back in 2000. So it does take a little bit. <sighs> okay, well, I guess be patient. No, Illinois is ratchet. Girl, stop it. They need I'm a lot of cleaning up that. and a lot of therapy. <laughs> I'm not about to get into that. Just know that Illinois is not the best state. That's just my opinion. But that's how I feel about it. And hopefully one day they will take the taxes from the dispensaries as well as taxes from everything fucking else that they tax and use it correctly. Yes, use it correctly. Chicago, we love you. We know you in Illinois without an S. Let's shout out some podcasters that are devil lettuce friendly or have that as part of their, what, what do you want to call it? Part of their feng shui. 
Okay, they're feng shui, they're followers. Good moms, bad choices. I mentioned them before a few episodes back. They are very devil's lettuce friendly. They talk about parenting and using devil's lettuce. They talk about how it benefits them. They talk about how it benefits other people. There have been many episodes where they're sitting there partaking in it while they're talking and their conversations are wonderful. So I do shout out those ladies for just being very open about it. Yeah, there's another one that we follow. Stone Girl's Diary. That's another one. It's a, it was, I don't know if they're still on air, but when we started our podcast, they started their podcast alongside and they are a devil lettuce positive podcast as well. Just going through our Instagram really quickly because I know that they have them as part of their name or as part of their description. And I think that is very interesting just because anytime you do smoke the devil's lettuce, you're able to talk about things, you're able to question things. And that creates an atmosphere of conversation and exchange of thoughts and information. That's what I've noticed about Good Moms Bad Choices. When they do partake, their conversations are so open and vulnerable and they tend to go down lanes that people don't think of. So yes, that is a big benefit. Blunt and bougie. Ooh, I like! (laughs) We're gonna have to give them a shout out more deeply soon, but yes, a Blunt and Bougie podcast is out there too. Listeners, if you guys partake in the Devil's Lettuce and have a podcast, slide into our DMs. We want to say hello. Just hello. And let's pass the virtual blunt. <laughs> yes, pass the virtual blunt. We may hit it. Well, not Kim. You need to pass the virtual a lollipop gummy. or a vegan gummy. <laughs> But before we leave, we do want to shout out 420. 420 is one of my favorite holidays. Back in college, 420 was a big deal. We enjoyed 420. So anybody partaking in 420, tell me, call off. Oh, it is becoming a big thing. People have parades for it and all types of festivals. So hopefully you get out there and enjoy it as well. But be careful, but enjoy it. Stay hydrated. Coconut water. (laughs) Plenty of coconut water. Before we go, I just want to put another disclaimer out there to please interact with us so we can follow you back. I know we've been kind of lacking on following back people on Instagram, but you got to show us some love, message, like something, comment on something, please. And then we'll get the idea you're a real person and follow you back. It helps us when we get comments on our posts because then we can interact with you get to know you, have conversations about the topic that we are posting about so we can have some sort of knowledge that you're real. We really want to follow you guys back, but we also want to use discernment. So there's that. As always, have fun, celebrate 420 and (laughs) spark up, move in love, and we will see you all next Sunday. This episode is being brought to you by Soul Tribe Publishing House.